welcome to A Pod of Tea podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I'm your host, Emma, and today I've got a special guest. I'm super excited about this. I've got Michael, the founder of Blink Tea and a tea sommelier, no less. Hello, Michael. Hi, Emma. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm good. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, you'd have to turn the, turn the clock back a little bit. The time is, uh, we're about, what, five hours? You're five hours behind, behind you, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, early in the morning, but I'm good. I've got a huge, a a humongo uh, cup mug of uh, oolong tea sitting in front of me, and I'm I'm good to go. I have uh, nothing but support for a giant mug of tea. Listener, (laughs) dear listeners, please grab yourself one, because I think this is going to be a really cool tea and chats. So Michael actually sent me some tea. Thank you so much. I mean, firstly, thank you for agreeing to come on the podcast, because I think this is going to be a really interesting chat. But also, thank you for sending me this delicious tea, of which um, you sent me three. I've tried one. I tried one this morning, which was the bold... Yes, the Imperial Golden Monkey I tried this oh, morning because yes. I yes. thought that yeah. might wake me up a little bit. <laughs> yes. But I've saved. So when we were emailing, Michael, you told me that you're really into oolongs at the moment, of one of which you sent me. So that's what I'm going to drink. And do you, do you have the same tea with you at the moment or I a different have the, one? I have the same tea. I have the very same tea with me uh, this morning. Yes, it's a, it's a roasted iron goddess. Mm-hmm. And what uh, Roasted Iron Goddess is, Ti Kuan Yin is the uh, sort of familiar Chinese name for the tea. So it's a, it's a long, it's what would be called a long oolong. So that, you know, a long oolong means that it's, uh, the leaves are fired longer, like the oxidation of the leaves is stopped later than for a light oolong, like a milk oolong or an alishan oolong. So it has a very... Um, has a very sort of dark. Uh, it looks very dark, as you can see. It looks very dark, and yeah, it has a. It, it just has a very robust taste to it. Exciting. Um, yeah. Let's I try some. So. I I like yeah. strong teas. That's they. That tends to be where I like to sit. Is like a nice, strong, robust taste. So. Oh is, yes, let's give it a go. Gonna be lovely. I'm just gonna pour some out. I don't know if mine will be too hot. Let's find out. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> a little nice? bit hot, so I need to let that cool a little bit. But yeah, yeah. it smells really good, too. It does. It has um, sort of like little taste notes to it of uh, sort of like um, granola, chestnut, baked pear. Um, it's it's a nice tea. I mean, one of the nice things about oolong teas is that it's kind of a it's kind of like two teas in one because it's it's it is a green tea, but it's processed like a black tea. So it's kind of, you know, it sort of exists in that middle ground between between green teas, obviously, and black teas. So it has kind of that little split personality. I'm a uh, I'm a Gemini, not that that necessarily matters <laughs> to your, your audience, but it's, it sort of has a dual personality thing happening right. to it, which I think probably falls in line with my own. So if you were to be a tea, perhaps you would perhaps be a tea. <laughs> I would have be an oolong I guess I would have to be an oolong yeah which is not a bad thing to be not at all I really I like oolongs I haven't had too many of them yet and um but what I like about them is is that it's not a black tea it's not a green tea and I find that green tea tends to be one of those more divisive teas people either really love them or they're like no that's Mm -hmm. they get nervous of it a lot of people have get a bit nervous about brewing it and not liking it as much whereas oolong yeah sits Mm -hmm. in the middle and kind of crosses that bridge a little bit 
It does. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like I write a lot of, um, I write a lot of, uh, uh, blog posts, uh, for our social and for the, our website, uh, the sort of little retail website. And one of the things that I write about is like tea and health or tea and lifestyle. And I would recommend something like an oolong or a black tea. If you were trying to get off coffee in the morning, you know, like to maybe, you know, substitute a cup of an oolong, a dark oolong or, or an Assam or a, a, an Irish breakfast or what have you, you know, just substitute a cup, you know, in the morning and see how that kind of hits you. It's, it's not as much of a departure as is green tea. And I think with green tea as well. Yeah. It's, you know, people get, you're right. People can get a little bit nervous because they, most people, you know, when, when you, they kind of think of tea is that you have to boil the, boil the kettle and then make the tea and boiling the kettle means that that kettle is always going to be boiling at that same temperature. And with green teas, you don't, you don't steep teas at a hundred degrees Celsius or what, 212 degrees Fahrenheit. You don't steep them that hot. So they get a little bit nervous because they think, I think part of it is that they think, oh my goodness, you know, if, I, if I'm walking around with this big mug of tea, green tea, it's going to get cold fairly quickly. Uh, yes. You know, that might be part of it as well. Yeah. I always find it's like, I, I guess if you're, when, when you're really into tea, it becomes like a kid in a candy shop, doesn't it? <laughs> Just the same, it does. Like yes, there's it so does. many. But when you're first sort of drinking tea, I mean, in the UK, it's just a black tea. We call it a builder's tea, most commonly. Yes, I have a little tiny little inconsequential story about builder's tea, but yes, go ahead. Oh, great. I'd like (laughs) to hear this. Um, Yeah, so we would normally, you know, it's it's the cup that as soon as you go around someone's house, I mean, as soon as you walk through a door, it's usually, do you want a cup of tea? (laughs) It's quite, quite instant. And that will just be a black tea with milk in and that's standard. And then if you're being, yeah, to break out of that, you might edge into the herbal teas and the green teas. Like that's the very beginning of a tea journey. And the green one, I think, is such a different taste and you don't put milk in it and it can yeah when you brew it with the water and it's it's too hot the when you you know freshly boiled kettle of water on that tea it can get quite bitter I find Mm -hmm. and then that Mm -hmm. yeah I think that puts I mean I remember when I first started drinking green tea I was like I don't know I just like chuck loads I probably over brewed it terribly and put loads of honey in and then I started to think oh I could read the back of the packet (laughs) and um, Uh, yes you know I've got a lot better at at my teas now but yes what's your story about a builder's tea as a Canadian so Michael's from from Canada or do you just live in Canada Canada? yeah Uh, Yes, yes. Toronto is in Canada. I'm in Canada right now, but I am wearing a T-shirt, so we're not in the midst of winter yet. (laughs) Uh, No, so, um, no, I mean, I don't know if you know this person or not. I don't know what kind of television that you watch. Mm -hmm. There's Lisa Vanderpump. Have you ever heard of Lisa Vanderpump? I've heard the name, yes. She's a she is a British British woman who lives in Los Angeles, and she owns a number of restaurants in Los Angeles, and there are reality. There are a couple of reality shows that are built around Lisa and her businesses. So I'll watch them because I will watch trashy reality shows. <laughs> I'll watch them like you would not believe. And I noticed that she, because not because she's British, but she is British. 
she offered uh, a guest to her mansion in Beverly Hills a cup of tea, a, a cup of tea. So I watched her make a cup of tea and she said, oh, it's builder's tea. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, you're Lisa Vanderpump. You have this fantastical <laughs> mansion in, in Beverly Hills <laughs> and all of these restaurants and you're successful. And, uh, you know, you have two or three reality shows that are shooting around your very life and you're drinking builder's tea. So this was just when I was starting the company, when I was launching, uh, launching the company, I was just trying to get the tea in front of as many eyeballs as possible. So I basically, and this is where the story ends and it kind of ends with, uh, you know, like not with a thunder at all. I packaged up a bunch of teas and sent them off to Lisa to one of her restaurants because I didn't have her home address. And I think the restaurant closed Oh. In between, <laughs> in between my going to the post office uh, and the T's making their way uh, out to Los Angeles, so they're sitting somewhere. I hope someone got them uh, and yes. is enjoying them. But I was, I was actually trying to find a way to get Lisa to uh, Lisa Vanderpump to to sort of steer her away from from the builder's yeah. tea and into something a little bit more flavorful and delicious. <laughs> Whatever. didn't Tempt work away. I mean you can try and tempt her but I think a builder's brew is is a hard thing to beat I think there's so much nostalgia and like childhood and stuff in the thing um I just love that image yeah of her being in this mansion in LA <laughs> yes yeah. builders. I know That's hilarious and yeah. fantastic oh I hope yeah I hope someone found your tea I feel like this needs to be like an internet mission now of get Michael's tea to Lisa Vander what's her name Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right, that's right. Get, the meme, get the memes together and yes. TikTok happening and I'm sure Let's she'll know this so, you know one 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 word from Lisa Vanderpump and I will be a rich person yes. I will be uh yes my own mansion my yes, own mansion. Your own mansion and you can have yeah. the builder's tea moment so you, yeah. you um you told me and I did have a look at the website as well you, you actually started in television and have moved I into did. tea yes. or yeah yeah I've been in media for a thousand years I started as a journalist I had done everything in uh, in radio and television as a reporter and uh, uh, also a news presenter at one point. And then I moved into producing news and then I uh, sort of hung my own shingle and started to produce lifestyle and renovation shows. And yeah, that, that was, it was a, a lot of fun. It was over 20 years that I'd been doing it. Uh, and it was a long, uh, you know, how television shows evolve. I got into it when it was very instructional, very instructional, very pedantic, where it's like, you know, they take the sand from the beach heat it up and make a glass. You know, it was very, okay. very like uh, And it kind of transitioned into more sort of lifestyle and reality and, and sort of factual entertainment. So it was kind of marrying information and entertainment. So yes, I've been doing that for a number of years. I've, did you see my cat? I feel like it's like a deja vu moment. Um, does I your know, cat, is, that, is that your cat's spot on your desk? <laughs> uh, it is when I'm doing something important. Yes, of course. <laughs> What's your cat <laughs> yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. What's my cat, what? Cool. Name? Yeah. Oh, uh, Avery. Avery, hey, Avery. <laughs> Avery, Avery. So yeah, so I was doing that for a long, long time. Uh, and uh, I noticed that the business was the business was changing, as are so many businesses changing. Mm-hmm. And I decided that it had been such a long time that I had been involved in the media, uh, that it was time, perhaps, to try something new. So I spent a lot of time trying to think of different types of businesses to get into. And I don't know, it was like a giant funnel above my head. Like, can I do this? Can I do this? Try this, try this, try this. 
And somehow I landed on tea. And I think the reason why I landed on tea is because it's a, it's a bit of an indulgence. Yeah. I like indulging myself. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a bit of an indulgence and it's a consumable. So when you're, you know, when you're sending a tea to someone or selling tea to someone, they're consuming it. So it's not going to end up in a, hopefully not going to end up in a, in a landfill like Lisa Vanderpump's um, tea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, so, and it's, so it's, it's a consumable and it brings some kind of pleasure. And then I was sort of thinking about how to uh, market the teas, because if you're selling tea online, as are so many people, uh, you can sort of combine them and market them with different, uh, you know, market them in different ways, like uh, a birthday package that you can send to a friend or a new cat package or a new apartment package, or you can combine it with other other products like maybe chocolates or when the when the uh, pandemic first hit and people were you know able to only dine outside in restaurants it was still kind of cold here um so oh, they, i see right so the, the restaurants had come up with <clears throat> blankets little blankets that they would lend people or that yeah so that they could lend people or people could buy and uh so you know was it trying to combine it with that so if you're having a nice cup of tea on a cold and rainy day you know be nice to kind of wrap yourself in a warm blanket so it it, it just it has it, it has so many opportunities i think there's Absolutely. so many opportunities you kind of think about it yeah definitely so that's what's what drew you in to the tea business and then uh, you became a tea sommelier as a as a way to start your business or was that something you'd already done <laughs> no it wasn't it was i did it in concert with uh, establishing the business so while i was uh, getting ready researching researching tea i had to research tea a lot i mean i was a tea drinker mm. but i wasn't uh, an avowed passionate tea person mm -hmm. um so i had to learn uh, i had to learn about tea and i thought yeah i probably should become uh, learn more about tea and and the way to learn about tea is to become a sommelier yeah. this tea there was there was a sommelier course the uh, tea and herbal association of canada has quite a <clears throat> quite a comprehensive course to learn about uh, to become a tea sommelier that anyone could take and anyone anywhere can take because mm -hmm. it's all online um oh great I, I, yeah absolutely and i think they're they're at a point now i mean they actually do they do the tea sommelier courses in English, but they also do them in Spanish and I think another language as well. I mean, they've really pumped a lot of their resources into becoming a tea association of renown, really trying to punch above their weight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it's yeah. So the tea, the, the course was brilliant. And, you know, you kind of step into it. I mean, stepping out of stepping out of media, stepping out of television as I'm talking about this right now it's it's a hard thing to step away from tv is, is a hard thing to step away from mm -hmm. and so yeah so then getting into tea it was kind of like okay yeah you know yeah i'll learn about this and then the next course and then the next course it's all a bunch of modules and uh, it's like oh and then you know things like oh okay you're learning about the history and you're learning about so much there's so much to learn about so tea. Much. this is uh, it oh you 
you, you start getting an interest in this thing and it is it's like the Alice and the rabbit hole isn't it you, you go oh it's just Absolutely. a cup and then I mean my, my dad laughed quite a bit when I said that I started a tea podcast and he likened it to have you ever watched the Big Bang Theory Yes. So Sheldon and his flags. <laughs> show. Yes, yes, he yes. likened it to that, like thinking, you know, how much is there to talk about? And it must be quite funny. But actually, there is so, like you're saying, there's so much history. There's so, there's just so much that goes into a simple cup. It, it's absolute madness. But sorry, yes, please continue. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I know. I was just, you know, I was just rambling on. I mean, it, it is, it, it's this kind of this amalgam of of history of lore of tales um that tea was actually you know at at the crux of major world events like the opium wars and uh the uh american revolution uh it was all about tea mm. it was tea that fomented the the opium wars so you know and and that tea actually was introduced in britain tea was actually introduced in britain much later than you would think. So when people like in Canada or the U.S. or we think, oh, tea, we think of Britain. Mm-hmm. We think of right, right. We think of builder. We don't think of builders' tea necessarily, but we think. No, of, but think that of cup, Britain. that, that that's yeah, yeah, we like think black of the tea UK. with milk. Yeah, oh, absolutely right. And uh, so we, you know, we traditionally think of it in those terms, and it's 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 absolutely it's absolutely not the um it's oh. it's absolutely it's absolutely not the it's absolutely not the case it's it's very you know very much it's i don't know it's just it's so interesting you know it's it it's, it's, it's but oh no what i'm saying is i lost my train of thought yeah, well, so I'm, you said uh, it came to britain later than what oh, a lot came, of people thank you thank you it actually did come yeah we associated with britain but 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 tea came to Britain actually very late. It wasn't until the 1600s. Tea's been around. Uh, you know, tea was first discovered over 5,000 years ago. Wow. So, you know, and it had actually been discovered by the Portuguese and brought back to Portugal. And the then Portuguese? Yes, yeah, so it was I actually Portuguese. I never would have thought... Well, that's sick. Oh, yeah. This is great. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, really. I, I hope it's true. Yeah, yeah. No, it is 9 a.m. But that's but, the other uh, thing but, with tea is there's a million, like, all the story. Which one were we drinking? We were drinking Lapsang Sushong on the podcast, me and Jack, the other day. And then looking into the history of how that came to be, there's a million different folk stories as to how that kept. There was bandits that burnt down a tea warehouse. Um, or someone didn't want their tea to go off, so they 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 put it over the fire. Or someone just like yeah. you know, so so many different stories, and you can't, you're never really going to know a hundred percent, are you? But no, it's great. Uh, <laughs> you're not. You're not. Lapsang Sushong is uh, is a favorite of mine. Now there is. You were talking about green tea mm. uh, being somewhat polarizing, but but Lapsang Sushong is a uh, very much a polarizing tea. People either love it yes. or they despise it yeah they just don't get it they the just smokiness it. it's like the a smokiness. scotch whiskey isn't it it's it's you it either is. enjoy that smoky taste or it's completely off-putting <laughs> yes exactly exactly yeah yeah do you have a favorite are you a juicer like do you have an a, a, i'm asking someone who drinks tea all the time it's my favorite tea? tea. I think What's I mean day to day. It's probably an Assam day to day. It used to be when I first started okay. this podcast and started all that. Uh, you know, learning more about it. I would have said Earl Grey. 
big fan of yeah. the Bergamot <laughs> flavour. But as I've drunk it more, I, I've just come to realise how much I really enjoy strong tea. I always say it's tea that pretends to be coffee. <laughs> Tends right, to be my right. go-to beverage. So day to day, Assam, I think, is something that I would drink more often than not. Um, something special. I tried a milk oolong on the podcast couple of months ago now I think and my mind was just blown as to how that could taste like milk <laughs> and not have oh I know isn't that mad so I think that's probably up there for just like something unusual and if someone if I wanted to get someone a gift now somebody who perhaps enjoys tea but hasn't tried that much I'd get them that tea because I think it's so novel but also tastes very delicious <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's a stand. Milk oolong is a standout uh, mm. for me as well. And I, I have the same the same question pops, the same amazement pops through my mind. Yeah. It's like all it is is a leaf that is grown and is processed. There's nothing added to it. There's nothing, you know, no other chemicals. Mm -hmm. uh, and, it, and it has that that milkiness to it. Another tea that's kind of similar is uh, a hojicha. A hojicha. Did, you, did hojicha? you send me? Yes, you did. I did haven't tried the hojicha yet. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, did I send you a hojicha? Oh, okay. Yes. So, so the, the thing about, you know, without, I don't want to sort of spoil the surprise, but um, the thing with the hojicha is that uh, it is a green tea. It is an avowed green tea. Uh, and it has its story very similar to Lapsang Sushong. It, it was born out of inconvenience. And the thing about a hojicha is that it's a green tea, but it, it has characteristics of a light coffee, like a blonde coffee. Oh. Right? And and but it has the caffeine is about is about a quarter of that in a cup of coffee. So you've so you got can have it you know, quite late. You can have it quite late. Yes, yeah, you can have it quite late. That's the nice thing about all teas is that you can kind of have them throughout the course of the day, right? And they're not going to impact you because I, you know, I you know, truth be told, uh, you know, I I am a I am a big espresso drinker yes. <laughs> as well this is every, and, every tea drinker's little secret is that you need oh yeah, oh yeah 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 if anybody <laughs> says oh me. yeah all i do all i do say yeah i drink tea all the time yeah i drink the, yeah no 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 just you have to sort of find your way into the kitchen into the cupboards and check and see and i'm sure yeah. that you're, you're gonna <laughs> find some coffee in there somewhere, in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely absolutely we all have to get going somehow in the morning and yeah but but with with espresso i mean I, i'll you know the cups are tiny uh so i'll have you know, i'll have like you know 17 or 18 of them no uh, really? not, that, not that many but, but enough i'll have That's like four you. or five four or five in the course of uh you know between waking up and maybe you know maybe 10 a.m or 11 a.m and i'm wow. literally i'm sitting here bouncing off the walls and I, I my want... heart would be palpitate i remember someone got me a double it when one of my first jobs outside out after university and I hadn't drunk yeah. that much coffee at this point and then I, I got my job as a um entertainer at a toy store in London and um, so I used to oh, dress cool. up as yeah it was cool so I dressed up as different characters so we obviously drank a lot of coffee <laughs> someone got me I was like oh, I haven't had espresso before and they get got me a double espresso and my heart felt like it was about to pound out of my chest yeah. I drank it very fast I, I don't think I was on break at the time I just snuck away but so okay. I can't imagine how you must feel Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's motor fuel. Like it is, it is, uh, it really does. It, it really does get you going. But like I say, that if you can sort of uh, try to find, you know, if you are trying to trying to sort of cut back a little yes. bit on coffee, which 
you know, coffee is great. Hmm. You know, you have to, you, you know, I can't, you can't, um, you can't throw shade on coffee. Right. Yeah, people try, people try, but it's and it, the same as tea. Like you can get like really instant, really like quick, not very nice coffee, or you can get coffee right. that when it's been brewed, you know, people who love coffee and it's been brewed properly, it can taste almost like a herbal tea in like the the palate of the thing because it's just so absolutely beautifully brewed. They've got the water temperature right. They've done it for the right amount of time. So yeah, coffee coffee is a wonderful thing, definitely. It is a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful thing. I don't know. So you're you know you are obviously as the as the the person behind I don't pod the pod. Pot of, tea, pot, of tea. You, <laughs> pot of tea that so did you you know do you know how you obviously know no different things about tea probably no more tea more about tea than most people but that caffeine and tea reacts differently with the body than than uh, caffeine from coffee did you no no so I'm very this whole oh, okay. podcast is about is but it's just a project of mine for fun and I'm literally doing okay. it to learn <laughs> so oh, I'm, yeah okay. I'm very much on a journey right now so no I know nothing oh. about how the, the caffeine reacts to the body please please oh, tell me yes, yes, yes. oh no no and it's very very simple um it's just it, it coffee uh, caffeine from coffee attaches to uh, caffeine from tea and coffee attach differently to little caffeine receptors in your in your body and i'm 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 making it very very lame and they're not called caffeine receptors <laughs> uh, but, but uh, they attach in a different way and they interact in a different way so that uh, with the receptors in your body that that um, that glom onto cloud to caffeine so with caffeine from coffee from coffee it's a very sharp up and it's a very sharp short life and then it's a very sort of precipitous drop again if you're a coffee drinker you notice that you will kind of like oh you'll be up and up and up and up and up as you're drinking that coffee and a short time later it's like um i could use a another cup because you kind of fall off the coffee, uh, caffeine from tea attaches in a different way. And it sort of, uh, and I can't really get into how it medically all gets in there and does its stuff, but it, it attaches in a different way. And it's the caffeine lasts in your body. It's lower, right? It's a it's lower amount of caffeine, but it lasts in your body for a longer period of time. And then it trails off. Oh, so, so you don't have that sharp come down. It's just a gentle. Oh. It's a gen- yeah. It's just a gentle like see you later. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense in how it feels. <laughs> Very yeah, much. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You um with your tea from Blink, it's got caffeine ratings on it. So you've done a low on here. You've got my sorry, mild, medium, and bold. Wait, is that the mm-hmm. taste or the caffeine? That's, uh, that's the the caffeine. The caffeine. So yeah. how do you how do you measure that? I was wondering, is that something that you just know from the type of tea, or do you have like I was wondering if it was like alcohol and they like, they have ways. Oh, of oh, okay. It's it's it comes from the the tea leaves, the the tea itself. Yeah. So most uh, it's fairly simple. Most uh, uh, most you know black teas are generally the higher. Mm-hmm. have the higher caffeine count green teas kind of fall in the middle ground and then you've got other sort of green teas and herbal well herbals have no generally have no caffeine to them at all and uh yeah i mean when I, you know as i was as i was setting up the company and as i was becoming a, a tea sommelier i was doing a lot of research i was looking at 
tons of different tea companies and just looking at how they do things, how they do things, how they do things. And generally, you know, what I found was that most tea companies, which is not a bad thing at all, uh, they categorize their teas by, you know, white tea, green tea, oolong teas, black teas, matcha, latte blends, what have you. So they categorize them, they sort of verticalize them that way. And I thought, I just kind of thought maybe it'd be worthwhile trying to put it on its side a little bit, be a little bit more proactive for people who are looking for the tea experience, because there are a lot of people out there who are looking for something a little bit different, right? That are, you know, habitual coffee drinkers and think, okay, like I've had enough of the, yeah, <laughs> ups, the ups and downs, and downs constantly. I'd like to maybe tamp that down a bit. So they're looking for tea and they just need a little bit of, a little bit of guidance. So I decided to sort of do it that way and, and, t- and take a look at the different teas as well and sort of ascribe, you know, like I sort of put like a silver needle into a silver needle or the hojicha that, you know, that I sent you. I sort of put that into a mild category, even though it has, even though the caffeine count in those teas is very similar to those in a, in a green tea. But it's just the feeling that you get from the tea. It's, 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 you know, it's the taste, it's the aromatics from the tea that kind of categorize it into something mild. The, the, what, what's kind of happened, though, uh, which is kind of a pleasant little offshoot of that, uh, of doing that, is that for, you know, we sell, we sell tea online uh, to regular old people, regular customers, but we also do a, a big chunk of the business is uh, wholesaling tea. We sell tea to restaurants and cafes and stores and so on and so forth. So what that has also helped to do is it kind of helps customers, people who are buying tea or guests at restaurants hone in on the tea experience that they want. So it's like, oh, this is a mild tea or this is a medium tea or this is a tea. I really want something strong. Oh, this is a bold tea. So it sort of it sort of categorizes them a little, it sort of makes things a little bit easier for themselves. And also for, you know, for servers, serving staff in restaurants, it's, it's something, it's a little cheat sheet yeah. for them as well, right? I've so to they, be honest, I think that's yeah. one of the first times I've heard of it being put that way. And I've not really ever thought, when, I, when I've thought about the tea experience that I'm having when I drink a cup, it's always flavor. It's never been yeah. taking into account the actual feel, even though it's obviously there in the subconscious, but really honing in on that idea of how it makes you feel. So with the caffeine content, that's such a, a big player in, in how you're going to feel after that cup. That's fascinating. I think that's a wonderful oh. way of looking at it. And yeah, Thank like you. in a restaurant, because, you know, you might be having a big meal, but, you know, you've got a lot to do later on that day and you need something to kind of lift you up again. Or maybe you're winding down and you need something to, to ease you out of that. Yeah, it's a really great way of looking at it. Definitely. I yeah, am. Thank I, you. You're welcome. I spoke to um, some people before and they were on about tea pairings and looking at like what tea would go well with their food. And again, that was very much a flavor profile. But looking at this as well, this this could definitely add into that, wouldn't it? Of, of, you know, what actually you're eating and what experience are you trying to gain from that meal? And this will just accent it a bit. Cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. It's it's very much it, it falls very much along those lines. And in the you you know, you you're right. I mean, like in terms of tea, you know, pairing teas uh with food, uh it's the same thing. It's just part of that saying sort of extrapolates that experience a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. To make it easier for people. And and you know, yes. I think now more and more, whether it's tea or anything, people are 
looking, you know, they're kind of starved for authenticity. You know, they're stir, they, you know, they, they want, they, they, they kind of want this, they want a little bit more about the story behind the tea or they, they want to feel that they're really, it's that it's more than the tea in your cup, you know, that it, that it has that. Yeah, it just kind of plays into that a little bit more. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. a lot more conscious of that now, aren't they? And and I think so. Wanting to support smaller businesses and more independent things, and making sure that what they're getting is coming from a good place, <laughs> and not coming Absolutely. from somewhere that where people are getting sort of hurt along the line. And there's you know all this sort of stuff that goes into it. Very ethical brands are pushed to the forefront. I wonder if the pandemic's done a lot for that as well, because people have been looking online for their products and things a lot more. So it gives you a bit more information at your fingertips to find out exactly what's going on. I've noticed where where I live in Norwich, there's a lot of independent um, places to get food and yep. drink. And they seem to, I mean, from, from an outside point of view, it looks like they've had a boom because people wanted to really support them in these in these more difficult times. And there's a couple of businesses that I can think of that just seem to have shot to the top of everyone's list. And you don't mind that maybe costs like a little bit more because you know that that's helping that small business out. Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, in a, in a business, you're, you, you're always uh, thinking about amortizing costs you know and uh yeah i mean there you are you when you do pay that little bit extra you're absolutely right i mean you're you are helping a a small business there's a real there's a real connection there you see the face behind the business because the Mm. face behind the business is actually serving you or making recommendations you know and using their knowledge Mm. to to make sure that you get the that best cut of 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 beef or you know or that best the best vegetables, you know, it's, yeah, you, and you, and you, as a customer, I think you realize you understand that passion. You feel that passion from those people. So it kind of makes it more of an experience for you. People are looking for, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's so much, so many things that are available to us anywhere at any time. It's like one little, you know, hit send away, (laughs) you know, in, in fast fashion or what have you can end up on your doorstep in seemingly minutes. So now I think there's a bit of a I think there's a bit of a swing back to mm. to that to 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 that very very much. I mean, so yeah, yeah. People are always looking for uh, looking for that little different experience and to make sure that whatever it is that they are consuming is making a difference in someone's life. Absolutely. So is there um, what's next on the horizon for Blink? <laughs> Just uh, what's next on the horizon? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, that's a, that's a, that's a really good question. Uh, I've seem to be so mired, uh, so mired lately. It's, uh, it's been, it's been, thankfully it's, it's, uh, it's been very busy. I'm always trying to find, you know, it's obviously trying to find different types of teas, trying to source different types of teas, introduce different types of teas, different types of herbals, or, um, you know, there are I, detox blends are, are becoming quite, uh, you know, uh, quite popular. So it's kind of a combination of that and trying to find kind of like products, like adjacent products. Mm. I'm a huge fan of ceramics, yes. uh, you know, pottery and cups and mm-hmm. teapots and all of those things. And the people who create those, who design and create those. So I'm wondering if it's, you know, if, if it's if it's not necessarily introducing, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's sort of like um, laddering, you know, it's like, uh, you know, do you introduce a new tea? 
can you find a new accessory that adds to that experience? Is it mm-hmm. like this beautiful? I heard of these amazing Japanese artisanal little tea tumblers, right? They're just tiny little <laughs> and they're they're and they, so I ordered a couple of them and they're in wood, about two that are made out of wood and they're you know, made by somebody for like the same family for like 150 years. Right? And they take the cherry tree and they do this. It's very ceremonial. And there's like so much of them that go into it. And, and you know, I got a couple of little wooden ones and I got a couple of ceramic ones and just the design, you yeah. know, they're just absolutely special. Like they're just so beautiful. So it goes beyond it goes beyond the tea. It goes beyond, you know, it's just aesthetics are really huge. I try to think of it better. I try to believe that aesthetics are kind of huge for me anyway. So maybe it's it's sort of com- adding a little bit of that into it, you know, just to sort of spread it out to the experience a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, that sounds like a great a great way forward. I love, I love yeah. that when you were, talk, you were talking about your tiny espresso cups and now you've got your tiny tea cups. I just see this tiny little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm all about tiny. Yeah. We're a big country, but it's all about, yeah. <laughs> it's all about tiny. Uh, they're gorgeous. They're absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I'm. So I'm. Nice. Uh, yeah. 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 That's lovely. Well, thank you, Michael. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I'll wrap. I usually keep it around half an hour or so. So I'll wrap things up absolutely. here in terms of chatting, but we can have a quick chat after I, I sign off. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on, um, listeners. If you like the sound of Blink, I'll link the your website in the podcast description. I've very much enjoyed this oolong. Um, has yours gone down well? <laughs> it has gone down well, Emma. It has. It has. Well. It, has. it is. Thank yes, you. Thank Lovely. Uh, yes, thank you so much for coming on and, and chatting with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, guys. And we'll be back in a fortnight with another episode of Pod of Tea.